Hello there, and welcome to Fixing the Sequel Trilogy, the writer's room podcast dedicated to fixing the Star Wars sequels. We've returned from the holiday break with a bit of a shake-up. The next six months or so, we will be making one episode per month. There's a couple things happening on our end that are going to make it hard to stay week to week, but fear not. We're not going anywhere, and we'll be using our time to write scripts and make content to promote the show. Now, with all of that out of the way, I'm Bryce Quinn, and it's my pleasure to welcome back to the show The Child of Fire, The Scargiver, Carmelo Rebel Moon Keating. How fucking dare you. <laughs> Don't you. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> we also welcome back Mr. Big Shot, Big Time, I'm Too Good for Star Wars Podcast, Mr. Hollywood, Sandra Carrion. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to sit there and take that. I'm not yeah, taking take mine that. I came out down. swinging today, boys. We're starting the new year off yeah, well. With we're violence. starting hard. <laughs> so, Sandro, the reason we're recording on a Friday instead of a Monday is because you're back on set now. I'm week back on, on an even week. bigger production an even bigger production with some crazy crazy american actors yeah that we can't talk about yeah <laughs> but it's pretty cool we'll have fun we'll have fun i love just like vaguely getting to t- talk you up about like oh he's doing this cool production we can't tell you what it is yeah. because i don't know what the the limits of your NBA I've, signed, are. I've signed something i'm not sure i didn't really read so it they give him paper and he just signs it yeah you know? <laughs> this week we're tackling luke the force and how all this affects darth vader's legacy the key topic here is a debate between me and Mello, with Sandro once again on the fence. Would Luke have told Ben about Darth Vader? Get your gloves on, mate. <laughs> Get your <laughs> gloves on. Um, I love being on the fence. <laughs> um, I think I was like so hard on Bryce's side for a good while. Yeah. And then Mello's, Mello's come in with some good Mello arguments. Mello said one thing that put me on the fence. <laughs> Mello said one thing that like got me like super caught up. Yep. Well, before we get to that, because we've got to keep them on the ropes, we've got to keep them listening. We're going to jump into a bunch of stuff, but we're going to start with the context of Darth Vader, just in case yes. you didn't know who he was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, quick, quick thing. How many episodes into this fucking show are we? This is our 34th episode. 34th episodes. Congrats. And we're finally doing an episode on the main character. The main character of Star Wars, arguably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all six movies, most iconic, one of the most iconic like figures, just silhouettes in yeah. all of film and, mm, uh, and one of the most influential villains. Probably, probably influential, most, iconic villains. Probably the most iconic villains. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Darth Vader. Big yeah. big fans. We're all big fans of Darth Vader, and we haven't really talked about him a whole lot on the show, which is pretty funny to mm. us. Okay, so context? That's our context. That's the context, really. Yeah, we don't really need to dive into Darth Vader outside of, like, he's got some real cool comics where he kills, like, aliens and predators and shit, yeah. <laughs> which what I love. Bryce, what Bryce is saying, if you're into episode 34 of this then podcast... You know, then yeah. you know you who know Darth who Vader, fuck Darth Vader <laughs> is. I fucking hope so. Also, I think with the... I think, I think he's the, the most portrayed character in Star Wars. Most portrayed. Uh, in terms of like movies, TV shows, video games, uh, whether it's voice, most people in the suit. Oh, like most yeah. people doing an interpretation of the character. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not counting Anakin Skywalker, just Darth Vader. No, like, you, can, uh, you can include him. If you take him away, he still is yeah, the, right. the most portrayed. And he's also in like almost everything. Like, mm. like you said, all games, all comics, all movies, all TV shows. Yeah. yeah he's perhaps, animated and live action. Perhaps overused? No. He's still cool. He's too cool not to use. I also wanted to just quickly touch on something we talked about before in our show is our interpretation of the end of Return of the Jedi, mm, which is yeah. important, I think, because just summarize it here. When Darth Vader kills Palpatine, I think we mostly agree that it's symbolic of Luke redeeming Vader and overcoming Palpatine's evil, but Palpatine is gone, but the Sith and the Empire still remain, in a way. They're destroyed and weakened, but Palpatine isn't like all the Sith. Yeah, the, le- the legacy is still there. The, I mean, the, still the two there. known Sith are dead. Yes. There's that. But the legacy legacy is still there. I so. think we, I just want to point that out because a lot of people have a huge issue with Rise of Skywalker bringing back Palpatine. Obviously, it's done horrifically, yep. but they said that it took away from Vader's redemption. And mm. I, I, I see where they're coming from, but I think we've wanted to bring back Palpatine in one way or another. Like we've talked about the idea and we think that having Palpatine as a recurring villain across all nine movies is important. 
we want to do it right. We're still working out how to do it. Mm. Um, but uh, I think we've, we've that's shifted our more towards uh, Palpatine's legacy. Yes, Palpatine's legacy and and, and, and different sort of yeah. stuff. And how fitting that now we're talking about Vader's yeah. legacy yeah. and that effect on Ben. A legacy yeah. is a powerful thing. And also, you know, we've you know we had for a long time the idea of like Palpatine clones, which we've now scrapped. Um, but you know, mm. who which knows one, if that one listener was a big fan of and um, fair uh, enough. huge fan. Yeah. I think I think Marlon. If Marlon, if you're listening to this, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Good on you, Marlon. <laughs> thank you for, Love for, you, Marlon. for. I literally I read the message. It was like, please don't use Palpatine clones. And I was like, no, you're right. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Doesn't take much. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> I can ignore these two, but if Marlon sends me any other messages, I'll just I'll just follow it. Um, but yeah, just talking about our interpretations of that stuff um, and our interpretation of Luke as well. I think this is important. He's a true hero. He's the compassionate Jedi who redeemed Vader and defeated the Empire, but he's not perfect or infallible. Yep. And that's kind of like our guiding light for writing Luke and also talking yes. about Vader and how that yeah. affects him. Well, no yeah, character absolutely. should be infallible because that's boring. Yeah. Because then you run into the Matrix 2, where it's like Neo has to be stuck on the other side of the planet and fly back to them because otherwise he would just win the fight instantly. Yeah. Uh, there's like a highway fight they do. No fucking. Your in planet, Matrix there's two. multiple planets in the So no, 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 he's no, on no, the no, other no. side of the planet. Right. Like oh, he's in the like, ball. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, right. he flies from one side of the globe to the other side of the globe. Yeah. But it's in the Matrix, so he should just be able to tell. Anyway, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. It's it's similar situation, though, where it's like you get to this character who's like godlike in power, he's deified. And in order to write an interesting story, you have to just sideline him. Mm. And a lot of it's a, it's an easy trap to fall into when you're dealing with p- characters who have a lot of power yep. in in the story. It's interesting you say that because for I think the longest time, a lot of people felt the same about Vader. Yeah. And what we've seen in current media is him slowly, like sort of passively, getting nerfed down a tiny bit. Yeah, think so. Um, in yeah. some media, he's getting nerfed down a tiny bit. Yeah. And then some media, he's getting buffed up. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, yeah, I think in think... the games, he goes hard in the games. No, no, he's getting nerfed down in the games. What are you... Okay, we're going to I feel this. like the range of Vader has increased. I feel like... So maybe he can get beaten down worse than he did before, but he's also doing shit he never did. Yes. No, I agree. Yeah. No, yeah. So in... I'm thinking in particular, the end of Jedi Fallen Order, when he appears, and then the entire fucking base is I ripped apart. the end of Fallen Order? Perfect. What? Fiction. I love that. I that love shit that. felt like Star just like Star Killer. It's meant to feel scary. It is scary, and it's great for a video game. Um, if I saw that in live action, then I would be mad. Jedi Survivor. The Jedi Survivor was much better. The fight in Jedi Survivor much better. Slightly nerfed down. I guess so. I guess so. Anyway, I don't want to spoil anything for Melo because I still want to play these fucking no, games. I still want to play. I get their adventures. Well. Oh, fun thing for me with Vader though. So I've read most of the Vader comics. Yeah, in the current canon as well. Um, yeah, some fun stuff, some really great, yeah. great There's stuff. There's some in stuff in there where he also, yeah, he gets, he gets really, but like current, right? Like mm. the very current run. The kaiju fight is, yeah, the, kai, yeah, the kaiju shit, fight you know, yeah. is yeah. ridiculous. Mm. But there's some stuff in there where I'm like, yeah, no, this feels, this feels right. Like this feels within his. Yes. Because all we see him do in the first three films is throw his lightsaber, force choke people. And that's it, right? Well, I was, I actually, I was going to say, I think one of the wisest choices ever made in Star Wars was to take Vader, this seven minutes in the movie of a new hope you yeah. know just villain and make him a person yeah an empire absolutely so but you know but yeah sure he might not and he throws things. that much but yeah, yeah but he's, he's still very you, you get that intimidation there's a lot of music around he's absolutely scary sort of stuff, he's yeah. absolutely terrifying but the idea that he's one of the most powerful force users in existence right, they right. Uh, yeah. where yeah. does that the technology couldn't help you uh, show it, that i mean it really comes from 
than all your stuff like in hindsight with the prequels. Yeah. And him being like the chosen one and him having that stronger Metachlorian encounter. But even then, the what does Anakin do to demonstrate that capacity for power? He kills um, his he wife. He kills the entire Jedi Temple. He goes through slaughters the entire that's Jedi Im- that's Temple. That's impressive. With the entire clone army behind him. Yes, but like he'll like one on one fight a bunch of Jedi. Yeah, absolutely. Like Bryce, he had most kills on the day. I yeah, no, at the stat he sheet. absolutely yeah. had most kills. And the, on the stat day. sheet's impressive. There's like I... deleted scenes of him just like cutting down like four guys. So many extras. Okay, hear me out on no this. No help. I just think there's an <laughs> no interesting assists. there's an interesting overlap between fans of Star Wars and fans of anime yeah. who conflate the two. Right. Because anime power levels go so far beyond mm, no, anything anything we see in the films. Yeah. And I think George Lucas never had in mind anyone who could destroy a planet with the Force. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, I uh, agree. In my mind, as long as you're playing by this sort of wheelhouse of I'm using like fear and intimidation yeah. to cripple my enemy, mm. I feel like you're getting Vader pretty, pretty accurate. Enough prelude. Let's talk about <laughs> our actual like you know topics. I the think. actual topics that yeah. we've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it's an interesting topics. thing about Vader's power level, and it's like sometimes I feel like it's a little bit it overblown. Is, yeah, it's a bit inconsistent. Yeah. Definitely. Question, question. First question of the day for the listeners, I think actually. Yep. Because uh, I don't think anyone within the Star Wars universe should have the power to destroy a planet using the Force. <laughs> I think that's stupid. Yeah, me too. So, question for the fans: What do you think? You're gonna piss off all the EU. See, that's the thing. That's why I am constantly very critical of the EU. Because to me, it's like, I don't give a shit about power level. I don't don't care about Myra Jade and like her crazy, like Jean Grey sort of powers. um, Is it Nihilus? The one that. Darth Nihilus, who sucks the force out of the planet. Yeah. Yeah. I care only about a good story well told, you know? And like, I think the EU is lacking in a lot of that. And people point to Thrawn and they go, Thrawn's real good. And I'm like, okay. I read the synopsis. It didn't seem that good. But I'll (laughs) also then point to Cade Skywalker. What a douchebag, you know? I don't even know who that is. That's his great grandson's trash panda. Anyway, (laughs) right. Vader. What does Vader mean to the Star Wars galaxy? Good question, Mello. In this time of like the post Return of the Jedi, or maybe even then, and you know, like what. What is his legacy to the common person? What do we think? I have a short answer. Yeah. I wrote, Most feared and mysterious knight of the Empire, synonymous with fear and death. The galaxy doesn't know that Palpatine or Vader possessed mystical powers. That's what I got in my head. To some extent. That's yeah. the, yeah. that's the, what exists in my head is like the common man, the common knowledge of the galaxy. That's oh, what they right. think yeah, no, about yeah. Vader. Yeah, no, literally I've said, yeah, personification of death. Yeah. Yeah. They've never, most people have never seen him. Most people have only heard of him, of just like the guy who's sent by the empire to kill people yeah, and leads right. armies. Yeah. That's all they know. Yes. Yeah. Just to someone who has seen him, you know, like you wouldn't, no one knows what the Sith are. The still Sith, they did very well. They kept themselves secret. Same yeah. to like, you know, the people who- I feel like the word is mostly extinct in the galaxy. Yeah. For the absolutely. most part. Yeah. Mm. Um. But, you know, like, to people who've seen him, it's just like, wow, he wields a lightsaber, which I, I knew the Jedi had, but this seems different. Yeah. Uh, and he can use this shit on me. Yeah. You know, he can use the Force. And anyone who did ever see him publicly execute someone using the Force, like lifting them up in the air and choking them, they wouldn't talk about that because mm. that shit's horrifying. Yeah. Yes. Can you imagine if that happened in real life? Yeah. You wouldn't fucking mention it to anyone. So typically within the days of the Empire, Vader was used as, like, the terror machine yeah. of the yeah. Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like... He's not on billboards. He's not like a public image. No, you wouldn't want to use him for propaganda. That's what the Stormtrooper Master's no. for. Yeah, absolutely. And like we see, a, I think it's really perfectly like represented in Andor, like what the public image of the Empire is. It's still very like dystopian, very yeah. um, authoritarian, um, but no like Vader. No mention of Vader. No, no one's threatening you with Vader. Yeah, Vader's like your, bl- <laughs> he's like a black, he's a black op. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, that's no, a great is. way of yeah. putting it. Um, yeah. So... Within, like, 
what the galaxy knows of Vader, I I would think surprising like pretty little. Oh yeah, if like many people even know of him. At That's all. a good point Dude, too. Yeah, um, in the days of like the Republic, kind of like a boogeyman, you know. Mm. Yeah, we know the, the the Jedi were just destroyed in the days of the Republic, and then you know you might if you're in the wrong circumstance, then you just see this guy who just looks intimidating as anything. Yeah. Now. This this is like a strange thing to do a real world example. But when I was thirteen, I went to this event where they had the five of first legion uh, branch from Brisbane. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, you know they dress up in the costumes. I saw someone who was like six foot four dressed up as Darth Vader, and it was fucking terrifying. <laughs> it, would be. It, it was. It was so bizarre yeah. to see this you know movie character in real life. But it was just like Jesus. Yeah, like that's that's really something. And I think for the people who see Vader, for the civilians that see Vader. It's more just another reason to fear the Empire rather than fear Vader specifically himself. Like, you have this guy show up, and you see, like, Vader, Vader interacts with civilians. You see it in Kenobi. You see it in some of the comics when that guy's impersonating Luke Skywalker. Do you know that? No. There's, like, a guy impersonating Luke Skywalker in, in a bar, and Vader walks in. Oh. And um, oh, I'm God. pretty sure he kills him. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. And, like, there's still civilians in that bar. Yeah, so you you have times where civilians have interacted with Vader. You see this, but you're all you're seeing is this like this six foot guy in all black come in, kill some people, and leave in an imperial shuttle. So you know he's imperial. But yeah, absolutely. You, you're just like, okay, I guess the empire's really fucking scary. You know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Someone you may or may not have heard of. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Got a few other points. So in the, in the time beyond uh, Return of the Jedi, you know. Uh, once it's known or assumed at least that Vader is dead, once that rumor gets around, yeah, should anything akin to Vader ever resurface, those who experienced him firsthand or gave into the legend or just you know were aware, I think would fear that thing beyond anything else. So whatever that means, you know, what whatever people knew Vader to be, something wielding a lightsaber, say, ah, you know, interesting. This is the debate we've spoken about before. Like, what do people think of the Jedi? Gotcha. In this yeah. time, post Return of the Jedi, if you've seen Luke in action, then you think cool. But if you've seen Vader in action. And then you see Luke in action after the fact, yeah. and he hasn't had the chance to do something heroic and you know redeeming. You'd be shit scared. I think there's definitely truth to that. Yeah, I was just thinking. That being said, Leia obviously knows who Vader is. The first time they meet in A New Hope. Yeah. The, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like it's definitely inferred that the people fighting the Empire know about Vader. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um, you have to. So public enemy number one. So the public image is probably a bit bigger within the New Republic. Um, just because I would assume that the New Republic is built on the foundations of the Rebel Alliance. Yeah, true. No, true. Yeah, absolutely. I guess what I'm taking away from that, Mello, what you just said, which I really like, there's just a lot of people out there on the mid-rim or the outer rim who are just not so close to the public discourse, like the common knowledge, mm. who would be, oh, this man has a lightsaber. I'm terrified. I associate this with that one time I yeah. saw another lightsaber come in and kill an entire village. Yeah. And right. I, or I heard about that one time. I heard a rumor. So until that man with the lightsaber comes along yeah. and helps, reveals that he's a great guy, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. You know, well, but I think conversely, friend. in another part of the galaxy, there's a lot of people who have passed down stories of the Jedi mm. and of the Old Republic from generations. Yeah. Maybe have haven't seen them you know obviously for like 100 years or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. but there was tales of good people using lightsabers so yeah, peacekeepers. same sort of like common knowledge of like these stories get passed around these rumors get shared because they're so far away from the actual things that are happening yeah to, sorry to that extent before i do get too far ahead of myself that being said the legacy of luke skywalker is also renowned so you know to those who know about him it's like yeah cool anyway yeah. uh but basically i'm thinking you know like i think the galaxy would be very distrusting of uh anyone associated with vader be that potential family members superiors or followers i agree before we actually 
like dive into that though mm. the idea of someone pretending to be vader is really interesting after the return of the jedi the rumors gone around like he's dead yada yada someone dresses all in black they find a red lightsaber they make a red lightsaber they've got some force ability and they want to take on like pretend to be vader yeah you know impersonators that's make add that to the long list of potential episode ideas for that yeah. you know that's so the tv show show will never make absolutely Luke versus yeah. too. yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah you know finding a, a vader impersonator that'd be really interesting but then to move on to what you just mentioned there anyone who is in the republic mm. the new republic mm-hmm. they would be suspicious of anyone vader is related to yeah and that's a prelude to our argument yeah <laughs> yeah we you gonna do it now or like we've got other points we can i want to tease them yeah okay cool. <laughs> radio point number two then if we're all happy to move on. yes yeah what does phasma think of vader our new and refined version of Phasma, uh, which if you aren't aware of her, go watch <laughs> our Phasma episode or our multiple episodes on the First Order. Yeah. Or that, what was that big episode we just did? Oh, the, oh, the actual yeah. episode you should watch, yeah. which is We Fixed the Force Awakens. Go watch that one. My favorite episode. Yes. So Phasma, I think, idolizes Vader. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I wrote, Phasma sees Vader as an incredibly successful wartime leader whose ruthlessness and determination helped keep the Empire together. That was just kind of like the first thing that popped into my head. Yeah. Like that's how Phasma would see Vader. I don't think too many people knew of the, the, the real relationship between Palpatine and Vader. Yeah. You know, like obviously he was, Vader was Palpatine's number one henchman. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like a lot of Imperial officers would probably just see it as that, you know, they might go have private meetings that are longer than the meetings they get to have with the emperor. But mm. I don't think they would know that, you know, there's a whole, master and apprentice thing obviously that or how long their history is for it would be assumed he's some kind of really good assassin yeah or like this terrifying fighter who who Palpatine just uses as like his number one puppet so therefore I don't think people would know just how intertwined Vader is to some of the emperors great amusing so for for, for Phasma I'm saying you know like I think she would probably think of them as as fairly different people and she'd be inspired by both you know she should aspire to be I want to I want to lead this shit strategically but also i want to get in the field of action if need be and yeah. kill some people she wants like to I be... want to have the power and the ferocity yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah exactly i want to be as strong and as powerful as he was yeah. and command that much respect and fear mm. and then on the other side she would see them as very separate i want to be as smart and as manipulative as palpatine yeah. i want to i want to be 10 steps ahead of everyone i just don't want to look like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i think that's i think that's how phasma would kind of look up to him and i think that's something we stumbled onto late in the game in that part five series we did five part series we did which was the idea of Phasma looking up to both of them and yep. being inspired by both of them to try and carve out the new meaning of the Empire mm. and the First Order and stuff. She'd be like, I want to be like both and combine them into one person. Uh, but then, to that extent, I think, you know, that's this key motivation for her would be doing whatever she can to enact revenge upon those that person or that group that defeated her idols, you know? So Luke, yes. and, Luke and the Jedi, which we've yeah. made a, a key motivator for her. Yeah. Yeah. So do we think that she doesn't fully understand the history of the Sith, though? Does yeah. she not have no. access to that information? This is something that we, reckon... s- we still have to go back and define. We've spoken about this, that it's yeah. like the one key bit missing, I think, in our, in our current beat sheet is the real integral bits of her. Yeah, yeah. what's Phasma's world? And even world? if she had, like, insider information to maybe um, Palpatine's secrets of the Sith, that doesn't necessarily define the relationship that Palpatine had with Vader. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a completely separate Sith-related matter. No, honestly, yeah. yeah. That I've... probably wouldn't be traced down unless you'd talk to, like, maybe Tarkin or you talk yeah. to someone like that. No, uh, yeah, honestly, I feel like three people knew about that relationship uh, in the end, and that's Palpatine, Luke, and Vader. Yeah. Mm. Interesting stuff. And, yeah. yeah, just the idea that where does Phasma get all of her information from? What is her goals? Do, like, how much does she know? Because right now in in the treatment we've got, 
Phasma is blowing up planets and she's just trying to take out Hosnian Prime with a Kyber laser. Yeah. That's kind of her goal. So does she need to know more? Not necessarily. No, like, yeah, because like, I, I still always like the idea that even her idea of reviving the Empire is is a misinterpretation even of what the Empire was. You know? yeah. yeah. Something different. Uh, and therefore she can't know them that well. She can't I think get so. to know them. Yeah. yeah. We also never defined what her rank was in the empire did we no her, i said general general yeah At, like ages ago but general in the in the navy in the military you know like i feel yeah we we got to revisit it in the kindest way you care a lot more about that i than do, I do. <laughs> no i do less, you know but it's like you know when i i have to i have to write this character as a character lest yeah. lest she come out as just a basic thug yeah that's fair it's this stuff i need to delve into does the empire have a navy yeah that's what the ships are yeah Spaceships. Oh, they call the it the navy. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's <laughs> navy. Yeah, it, no, it is, definitely is the navy. Yeah, it? right, right. Yeah. They're no, ships, mate. <laughs> They're ships. They're space <laughs> ships. <laughs> so, sorry, no. It's it's their fault. They shouldn't call them starfighters. They should call them fighter boats. Yeah. yeah. U-boats. Wait, so that's not part of Space Force? A-boats. Reagan? <laughs> Astro boats. Astro boats. Astro boats. Astro boy. <laughs> Well, that was fun. Point number three. Is that everything oh, for Phasma? That's, yeah, that's the Phasma yeah. stuff. I don't think we've got Easy. any notes. That's fine. Okay, number three. What does Vader mean to Luke and Leia? And then in brackets, also Ben. And Ben. We'll do like and, a, and Luke, ben. And Luke and Leia. Let's do Luke and Leia. So, canonically, drawing from way back when, Bloodline, which we've actually distanced ourselves away we, from. We've, mm. the, more we, the more we write, the further away we get from Bloodline, which yeah. is interesting because it's one of our first inspirations. Yeah, but I'm fine with that. It was yeah. too political. So, in Bloodline, uh, it's kind of revealed that... Leia hates that origin. Yeah. She never made her peace with with Vader being her father. And how could she? You know, this was the person she spent her entire life fighting. This is the person who looked her in the eyes and said, I'm going to, well, you know, whilst Tarkin was saying these words, is, you know, going to kill her planet. She would hate him. And, and sorry, Return of the Jedi really, like, skips out on that and the human elements there when, when Luke tells her. Yeah. That, hey, you know, you're my sister and Vader's your father. And she's just like, whoa. I suppose I always knew. There's no way. Yeah. So like she might seem at peace then, but nah, maybe she just wasn't thinking about it at the time. Yeah. I suppose I always knew. Yeah. yeah. So yes, I like what they do in the current canon where she, it's something she never made a peace with. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. You know what? I'll just, I'll just read my Leah. Yeah. My okay. Leah right. yeah. Okay. I, that's exactly what I wrote. Leia never forgave Darth Vader. She lost Alderaan. She lost friends in the rebellion and she learned that her father, her birth father was a monster. Mm. She also didn't see Vader's redemption for herself, nor the Force Ghost of Anakin, I don't think. No. Only Luke saw that. When she went to train with Luke, I this is my headcanon, she yeah. was haunted by visions of the death of her family, like in the future, and um, her unborn son growing to become a Sith Lord. She could not become a Jedi, and she's terrified that her son might fall to the dark side. If there is any reason for Ben not to know about his grandfather, it's because of Leia. Yeah. That's what I wrote. I'd, yeah, only, only Luke would be able to see uh, Vader for the man he was... Truly, for Anakin, you know. I think that um, redemption was a very personal thing for those two characters. Absolutely. Leia didn't get to be a part of that. No. And I actually like to think that maybe the reason that Leia could never be fully become a Jedi was that sort of lack of forgiveness or, you know, not, not being able to have that understanding. Ah, yeah, you know? not being able to forgive and move on. Kind yeah. Of thing. So, she, yeah, she could never see. Or, like, no, you don't even forgive, but actually just let it go. Yeah. You don't have to forgive, no. but you do have to move on. No, you do yeah, have to, yeah. like, get let go of all of that negativity yeah and the further she's delving into the force like i feel like that sort of darkness would still be there and so yeah she can't keep going because if she were to keep going maybe it would just go to a dark place mm. and i think there's that that there's that truth as well you if you're a jedi you have to confront the darkness within yourself mm. and i think leia just didn't want to yeah <laughs> or it, it felt as though she couldn't or something was holding her back she never confronted that darkness within herself yeah um it might have just been too difficult who knows yeah um, this sounds really cool. Add it to the show. <laughs> Once again. No, dude, Leia training as a part of that show, yeah. like after Return of the Jedi, that yeah. would be fucking awesome. Yeah. And and her fighting against that darkness and uh -huh. then just 
maybe giving up or something happening where she has to turn away from the path of the Jedi. Yeah. I feel like to uh, Vader to Luke means relatively nothing. Like, I don't think Luke even in his later years considers Vader in his thoughts when he thinks about his father. He only thinks yeah. about Anakin. No, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so much to the the point where I'm curious how the dialogue between uh, Luke and Leia are on that. And like, if that's the cause of many arguments, that would be interesting between the two. Mm. Leia staying angry at um, Vader. I hadn't considered, but it it does make like complete sense. Honestly, no, it's okay for Luke. So, you know, I think once he gets that confirmation with the turn of Jedi or maybe before then, because he had kind of made his mind up. He had kind of realized Vader is my father. I just, I really want to hear it. Right from the from the horse's mouth, Yoda, yeah. the horse, um, <laughs> <laughs> the big horse Yoda. Oh, um, and once he heard that, I don't think he feared Vader anymore. I think he only saw Vader as his father. Because once he saw him as human, mm. that's you know he's the compassionate Jedi. Then then his mind is made up. Yeah, I can redeem him. If he was a human, if he wasn't always a monster, then there's a man there, and I can bring him back. And then he did. And I don't think he'd have any reason if if the last act that he saw Vader do was rescue him, save his life. Why would he have any reason to fear Anakin or the, even the, the guy who lo- used to look like Darth Vader? I agree entirely. My notes are very similar. To Luke, Vader died and Anakin Skywalker was redeemed before death. This is why Anakin briefly appeared to Luke on Endor before passing into the Cosmic Force. That's my personal headcanon. <laughs> is that it's a brief Force vision of Anakin's ghost and then he's he can't come back anymore. Oh, okay. Luke cannot speak with Anakin, but still communes with the Force ghosts of Obi-Wan and Yoda. Luke is not haunted by the darkness of Vader. Uh, because he overcame that darkness on Dagobah and also um, in at the in the yeah. throne room. That's interesting. However, that... he is concerned about the day that Ben Solo must face that inner darkness. Yeah. Last, last bit there. Yeah. Mm. No, that's interesting. I'd never considered. We can get into a chat about Force Ghost. We've got the time. Yeah. No, that's fair. We haven't done that episode yet. And we now you're saying that you, we that might be worth talking about at some point. Um. No, that's interesting. I never thought about the fact that yeah, maybe Anakin couldn't always keep coming. He back. just appears. He gives him a little wave, well, and then he vanishes. That's well, it. Well, in fairness, the other two spent a long time training. Exactly. Yeah. And I think. I love that they get to have that closure. He gets to see Anakin in that moment. Yeah. And he fully is redeemed. But I I think, you know, stay within the canon. You have to train and learn how to be a Force ghost. And Anakin didn't. He passes into the Cosmic Force after that. I think that's the perfect middle ground for me, for little old Bryce. That's fair. Quick thing on, because I touched on, you know, Luke being the compassionate Jedi. Yeah. I watched a really interesting analysis. Okay. This week on Vader. Anakin is also a very compassionate Jedi. Yes. He's a big cares, you know. Yeah, he cares yeah. so deeply about the people that he loves. Uh, but this this analysis was about the fact that Vader's entire life was ruled by fear, fear of death, and you know, fear of his his mother, losing Padme, the ones around him, himself, mm. and that it continues though because he even fears Luke dying. Yeah, you know, that's what that's the love, of course. But you know, that can pull him back. To the he's no longer afraid of of dying. Mm. Uh, and you know, what distinguishes a Jedi from a Sith is that a, a real Jedi is not meant to be afraid of death. Yeah, you know. But the Sith still fear death, and that's why they seek eternal life, that exactly. unnatural shit. And so he overcomes that. And anyway, I just, I, I'd never, you know, thought of Anakin as also the compassionate Jedi. No, I like that. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. But I think we're all very similar places with both Luke and Leia, which is good. Yeah. About how Luke doesn't really, it, he's not really haunted by Vader. No. Because Vader, he saw him be redeemed, and he saw the Force Ghost of Anakin. Yeah. He got mm. that closure. That story, that book is closed for him. Yeah. The and book of. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> you guys just I don't editing. Know where I was going with I was that. Just yeah. editing that episode. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Fucking... And yeah, like he's 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 finished that chapter. That's yeah. all done. That's all behind him. Yeah. But for Leia, it still kind of haunts her in a way, and she still has that darkness that she's never had the chance to fully confront. 
or has turned away from the chance mm. to confront mm-hmm. it. Now, yep. now, we're halfway through the episode. Are we? It's time to move on to the big debate. Here we go. Yep. What happens when Leia has a kid with Han Solo and Ben Wait, is Force-sensitive? Leia has a kid with Han Solo? Leia has a kid with Han Solo? <laughs> they call it Ben? Ah, fucking Ben? <laughs> really? Ben, no, seriously, guy? Ben, really? Ben? Do we want to change the name? And is now the time no, for that no, conversation. No, we've, we've, we've actually, <laughs> well, I think we've spoken about it before. And at we some point, we it. might. It, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No. I still like it, though. It's a nice name, but it kind of doesn't make any sense. There's, However, there's other people who are there closer to than Ben, like who? Wedge. Wedge Antilles. Or Bale. Bale, Bale Organo is actually a much better. Did we say we were keeping Kenobi or we ditching Kenobi? The ca- from the canon? Yeah, canon. Ditched. Ditched. We, ditched. That's why we did a whole yeah. episode on it. Yeah. Yeah. Stitched. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that shit. I. That yeah. Bale Solo. Although you make a great point, what do you say? What? Yeah, no, because no, Leia meets him as a kid. That's like the one thing that show does is is makes her care about him more. I kept that in my pitch for the version of the Kenobi show, and I think it's still cool. You remember? I think you remember cool. my pitch? <laughs> yeah. she ain't in it. I think it's still cool. I think it gives some context to why she comes back to him in A New Hope. I think a beautiful little solo adventure where Obi Wan has to come out of retirement, learn to love again, take to care save, of Leia, to save Leia, to save Leia. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. I love that. I think it's great. I think the show is really bad, but I think that idea is great. Can the audience He's tell that I haven't... He's not allowed to leave Tatooine. Yes, he is. Can the audience tell that I haven't listened to the Kenobi episode? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, you weren't there? Oh, this is the only reason we're bringing this up. No, you weren't there. No say. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Should have yeah. been there. <laughs> Anyways, I will keep Ben for now, and maybe we'll change it later. Anyways. <sighs> okay. Leia and Han have a kid together. Yep. And Luke is like, I will train your boy because he's my nephew and he's force sensitive. I want to train him as a Jedi. Yeah. And Leia's like, yes. And Han's like, fuck no. And Leia's like, Han said yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if Han would have pushed back against it that hard. Maybe not as hard, but I feel like he would have been a bit like. He would have been like trepidatious. He'd be like, oh, I don't know about this. But that being said, the two Jedi he met are dope. Yeah. Yeah. Dope guys. Ben goes to Jedi school Hmm. and then they have to have the conversation. Do we tell him about Vader mm. or not? And for the longest time, I've been championing the idea that they wouldn't tell him because it makes for a more interesting story. Yeah. <laughs> and then when in either episode seven or episode eight, we get a moment where it is revealed to Ben that he is the grandson of Darth Vader and that pushes him closer towards the dark side because that is the story we want to explore with him and his yep. push towards the dark side and his redemption from it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so some points in favor of that. That's cool. I also recently was re-listening to some stuff about Lord of the Rings, the books. I haven't read them in years. Uh, I was reminded of the fact that uh, for the first 21 years of his life, Aragorn wasn't told that he is uh, heir to the throne of Gondor. Yeah. He is, you know, uh, yeah, leader of the Dúnedain. Uh, and then when he comes of age, at 21, he's told, but he, he's educated his entire life to the point where when that news comes, he's like, oh, cool. Well, I'm ready for it. Yeah. And let's let's go out and get it. And then... 67 years later, he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the idea that potentially they're doing the same thing with Ben and Luke, because I've got a lot of details here. I'll get into this about how I think Luke would teach about Vader. Yeah. In order to make that whole revelation at 21 that, uh, you know, he, here's the truth, kid. And it's and he's, he wouldn't react that bad. That's cool. Uh, but then there's also my point. Yeah. Well, before you move on to that, yeah. I've got one more point. Yeah. I really like in Bloodline... One of the ideas presented there is that Leia doesn't ever disclose that she is the daughter of Darth Vader. No, career suicide. And it is discovered, and then it is used to publicly shame her and try and kick mm. her out of the Senate. Yep. And that is also one of the first things 
that happens to Ben to lead him down the dark yes, side. Yeah. Is that the secret was kept from him and it was revealed in such a brutal, like open aired way yeah. in the Senate. Yeah. Um, that is just a, a very traumatic thing to go through. And I think is like one of those things that would help convince an audience that someone is grappling truly with the dark yeah. side. Yeah. Quick, quick side note and reminder for the audience. The way that we're told about Ben's transition oh, to the God. dark side is shit it's one line of dialogue so in force awakens where they just mention it was snoke snoke yeah. got to him yeah no no but then also when they go back and did the kylo ren comic and yeah. stuff in bloodline and how they've shown it over time it's garbage it's not compelling and it doesn't make sense yeah. there isn't there is a point to be made that that would mean doing another reveal that vader is somebody's yes, no. relative Winter. and yes Winter my bit about now let's let's go go bit. So my yeah. bit. unless you've got anything sandra that no you that's, it. With. that's it that's it current stuff for episode eight running with that yeah we'd see Three reveals really stamping on the toes of Empire, really taking Empire Strikes Back, beating the shit out of it like it's a pinata <laughs> until you leak out what, all those reveals. I got, I know what one of those okay. are. What's the other okay, one? Okay, so there's some reveals. So it'd Sorry, be the, just one second. Is that rain? That's rain. Nice. Yeah. Love that. Uh, <laughs> so we'd have the reveal that, you know, Ben, not the main character, the secondary character, mind you. Yes. His father his grandfather was darth vader oh that's big news you'd have Ray, the main character revelation that she's a fourth child of palpatine that's much bigger news huge news and then probably also in that film as as i've been running with it as i've been writing ideas the revelation that they are a dyad and that means what that means yeah we haven't defined what that we means. haven't defined it exactly yeah. but that is three <laughs> i have my ideas but that's yeah and it's kind of just like and i like to think that that's all like told to them in like an office memo all in one. That's wow. And they're just reading that's it on the long page. Email chain. That's a long email. That's three really big emails, man. <laughs> yeah. In one. And you're just waiting. You're just like, prank? Is it a prank? Yeah. That is a um, lot of reveals so, to do in one movie. That's so yeah. a very loaded film. Yes. Especially when we also want to dive into the crime underworld and reveal things about that era. Yeah. And like, yeah. And, and really have a bit of mystery, uh, mystery, mystery and yeah. intrigue. So the reveal that I prioritize because it's actually kind of just one reveal with two parts is. The main characters. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that uh, raise a force child of Palpatine, which therefore means that because of you know, that's why they are connected. That's that's why they're a dyad. And so, yeah. if yeah. we already knew that Ben was the the son of Darth Vader, oh sorry, the grandson of Darth Vader, that would help us set up that information well before we get to that reveal in Episode Eight. Yeah, and you know, so that's part one of my uh, yeah. theory on that. The other thing is that it's just like whilst I can understand why Leia would want to lie about it. Just don't see Luke doing it. And I've never been able to see yeah. Luke wanting to go along with the lie. Yeah. You know? um, that's it's been tricky. Yeah. I could definitely see Luke, though, almost like twisting it in his head that it's not a lie. Because he's like, only like talking Obi-Wan about... Did. It's information so, to be revealed later. Because <laughs> he's only talking about Anakin Skywalker. I feel like you could teach about Anakin Skywalker and not bring up Vader. You can. Palpatine's... Sorry, not Palpatine? Fucking... Luke's... View. I have to imagine Luke's opinion of of Obi Wan fucking tanked the minute he heard the word certain point of view. <laughs> this mentor figure, this guy he loved, he's just like yeah. he'd think back at it on the day like, what a douche. I'm never gonna do anything like that I ever. I would true. never ever want to do that. That is also a very good point in your point. in your in your favor, Mello, yeah. That he would have had gone through that, and been like, why didn't you tell me? Because yeah. he has that line. Why didn't you tell me? Yeah. He's like, I did tell you from a certain point <laughs> yeah. of view. Yeah. It's like, fuck yeah. you, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. And if he's, you know, bringing back the Jedi, endeavoring to be better, and if, yeah. if the Jedi meant lying, then he's not going to lie. To dig a bit deeper mm. into yeah. it, yeah. I think, honestly, obviously we know from a writing perspective, we talk about this a lot, the whole, like, Darth Vader reveal came later, and that's why Obi-Wan didn't tell him. That's the real reason. Yeah. But it's still well within his character. He is 
a product of a bygone era. Yeah. Yeah. He is a person who wouldn't have told Luke that. Yeah. It's still very believable that he wouldn't have mentioned that. It makes sense. To me. That yeah. makes sense to yeah. me. Fear of Luke turning to the dark side would mean withholding that information. Exactly. He'd, be, he'd spent like half of his life dedicated to raising this kid, saying, making sure he's safe, yeah. and then... At the right moment, guiding him to defeat the Sith once and for all. And I also like you wouldn't even, tell him that he could also become one. Even <laughs> though it's a bit of a cop out, I also do like Obi Wan is a bit selfish, and mm. him not really seeing Vader as Anakin, yeah, to me feels very in character for him. Yeah, even yes. though it like lays him out in hindsight to be a bit of a jerk, I feel like emotionally that's just like. That's where Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan and Yoda both believe that Anakin is irredeemable. Yep. They don't believe there is any chance of bringing him back because that's a, a view and a perspective they have that they've brought forth from that the days of the Republic. Jedi, yeah. 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 And that's, you know, that's why they kind of suck a little bit. Seen. Like, and it's seen also him. what they've seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They fought a lot of Sith, you know, during the Clone Wars and stuff, or a lot of Dark Side users, and they don't believe that you can be saved. And they saw they saw the projections of him killing young younglings. <laughs> it's hard to come back from that. <laughs> it's fair enough. They caught him on 4K. Yeah. Like, uh. Guys, we get caught up so much in the whole, like, you know, big reveal in Empire. Yeah. Mm. Luke gets a big personal reveal in every single original trilogy film. Yeah, how so? Well, hey, your dad was actually a Jedi and I knew him. Yeah. Episode four. Yep. Mm. No, I'm your dad. I'm the big bad guy. Yeah. And he has a sister. Every that, film, he, he gets he gets he gets a little bit more about his family's backstory in every film. He learns that Leia's his sister in Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Hmm. How's he learn that? He's just like uh, Yoda. Yeah. Just figures it out. Yoda yeah, he's him. like no, no, yeah, no. Um, he's Yoda spoke of another. Yes, Yoda spoke of your sister. Leia's my sister. So he kind of figured it out. Return of the Jedi, not the best written film. No, no, <laughs> that's my that's pretty, favorite. That's no. pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very weird because like they lay off some things to really focus on the really great Luke and Vader stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's also a pro- byproduct of the fact that it was never meant to be Leia. They wrote it into. You know, Luke Luke's want to do six movies at the time, and then he's just like, "Fuck this, I hate it," and he just did it all into Return of the Jedi. Which also, thank God, like it's a very cohesive trilogy. I agree. I agree. You imagine if there were six of them made in the eighties? Good lord, all six of them. I feel like you would have run into the, the very scary. There's like a there's an evil timeline where that happened, and you run into the, the timeline where Star Wars isn't as iconic as it is today. No, 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 because no, it, like, it just kept going. It yeah. teed it off. Yeah, interesting. interesting. And it yeah. just got bad. Yeah, it would have been like episodes. At that point, you know, four, five, and six, if they continue that story, would have been like Willow, I feel like. They would, <laughs> yeah. have, they would have looked and felt like Willow. Yeah. Holy crap. What an interesting timeline that would be. Yeah. Thank God we're okay. in this one. <laughs> okay. So here's some thing, things. Okay. Regardless of what Luke's doing, yeah. here's how he teaches Vader. Okay. Think, Let's you know? hear it. Yep. Uh, he would try and teach about the fall and rise of Vader. Rise and fall of Anakin and Vader, I think. Yeah. Both together. Same man. No lies there. Regardless of who who he's related to, Anakin. What did you say his name was? Skywalker. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> well, there's the other thing. Okay. I'm joking. No, because there's. Sorry. Okay. Continue your train of thought. A quick thing on that. Sure. Um, Ben's gonna be told the name Anakin Skywalker at some point. Yep. Yeah. So here's why Ben has to know. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's gonna fucking figure it out. So you either lie about the fact that Luke's not his uncle. Yeah. Bears, you know, if you want, if you wanna, if you wanna lie about Vader, you have to lie about Luke as well. It's true. It's true. What do you mean? Well, because Anakin Skywalker and Luke Skywalker, Leia's got a different name. Yeah, no, no, but like that's that's why I'm saying like he could just teach Anakin Skywalker and leave out Vader. Like, yeah, Anakin, what like oh like Obi Wan Anakin? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Sorta. Anyway, Muddy. Uh, okay, so he would endeavor to portray Vader as Anakin, a flawed man who did right by himself and his son in the end. When it, when it, when it, when the moment of truth came, yeah. he did the right thing. He would preach 
uh, of the great positives of Anakin, his compassion, his love for those close to him, uh, but also how he was consumed by fear, as I've spoken about. It was his undoing his death. And if Ben wants to avoid following Vader's legacy, he too must overcome fear, fear of death, fear of loved ones dying, but in a better way than the Jedi used to do it. It's not about not being a person, but that's, that's maturity. That's the maturity that Ben's not ready for. Anyway, yeah. I have a point on your side of the argument, Mello. Yeah, this mate. is one I've been firm on since day one. Mm. We want Leia and Luke to be good characters in the sense that they have overcome the Empire, the Rebellion One. They are fundamentally good people mm. who try and do the best all the time. They're not perfect. But if you're trying to be a good person, trying to do the right thing, you tell the kid. It's the objectively right yeah. decision to make. I, <laughs> I also, think. I, I also feel like you're still like half doing the Obi-Wan thing there. Because it seems like you're leaving out the child murder. Who? No, no. In this story. No, Is he gonna, he's going to tell Ben the child murder? Sure. He's going to tell him all of sure. it? Sure. Like that, you know, like... And that's... then he's going to tell him that he redeemed himself in the end? Well, think about it, like... In... And then he's going to twist it so that it has a good message in the end? <laughs> I don't know, man. When Think about school. When did Also, you... does Luke know about the child murder? He probably knows about the Jedi Purge, so he probably knows about the child murder. Yeah, maybe he doesn't know that... <laughs> maybe no one ever told him. And you'd know... There'd be nowhere to find this out. That Anakin did most of the child murder. I would love to have a conversation between Luke and Force Ghost Obi-Wan. So what else Obi-Wan, did Dad get up to? Yeah, well, it's like, well, it's actually really dark. You know, he like killed a bunch of kids. He's like, he what? He what? Yeah. I didn't want to redeem him. Yeah. That's <laughs> why he completely... was That's why he was dead to me. <laughs> he completely backpedals. He's like, oh shit, no, he was a really bad dude. Fuck. Obi-Wan's like, I told you, man. I told you. No, that's okay, guys, because I'll, I'll level... Could you imagine if he stayed alive post, <laughs> post the Death Star blowing up? No, it's fine. I'll level the playing field for you. There were children on the Death Star. <gasps> Luke's a child killer too. Yeah. No, I'm just. No, they weren't though. <laughs> Maybe there was a daycare, right? They lived there. Bring your kid to work day. <laughs> they certainly killed a lot of dads. Robot he did. He killed a lot of dads. Or not. We don't know what your marital status had to be to be in the Empire. Maybe you had to be single. Maybe they're all like uh, castrated. Like yeah, the, they're all like, like the Legion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like the mm. Legion from Game of Thrones. Okay, so but here's the thing. So like, so let's say that Ben knows. Growing up, right? It's not like it wouldn't play a role. His motivation, right, would be twofold. You know, it would be, he'd face pressure from both sides. It's live up to the legacy of, of Luke, Leia, Han. Try and be that good. But don't go too far. Don't be Ben. Be good. Don't be bad. Be good. Don't be, ah, my God. W- what do I do? I'm going to reject it all. You know, it still helps in, in the it, version we've written in of Seven, still helps shape that same journey. And it could, it could fit within. Like, you, there's not really that much that needs to change that yeah. journey. And yeah. he still ends up in the wrong place. And I think that works. Yeah. And he can still want to learn more about the darkness in episode eight because yeah. maybe maybe he just really wasn't taught enough yeah you know? a pitch towards mellow's perspective but slightly different mm. um i would prefer that maybe he didn't like teach a story to ben about luke uh about anakin skywalker specifically still like give the whole story of anakin including the child murder including the sacrifice at the if end luke knows about but rather than try explain family history use this as like an overall message on the failings of the old jedi Order. yeah right that's yeah. cool yes and by doing so and by pointing out these jedi flaws and how luke has been changing the jedi order to be a better thing it then motivates ben to want to change the jedi order in his own way mm. which is how we see him in our current episode seven pitch right yeah because he, wants... he has a different perspective to ben yeah mm. yeah so he might just be like well i'm the next generation like i'm doing the next Thing. Okay, I have a confession. What? I this is a sham. Since the very beginning of this episode, I've been on Mello's side about this. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what? 
It's, oh, What'd you do? What oh, happened? I pulled it all out. Mellow. Out of excitement. <laughs> it's back in. It's so funny because I came into this knowing. <laughs> I I had the suspicion when we started the episode. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's really funny. Oh, I love you guys. No, because we discussed it on another show at some point, and yeah. you brought up the fact that we'd have too many reveals in yeah. episode eight, and yeah. that is the exact argument you needed to say to me, because that's exactly I, how I think about scripts. Shit. And I think that's yeah. the thing that sold me as well. Yeah. Mm. It's I just had, too many reveals for okay, one movie. You were making your <laughs> opening points, and I'm um, like, it seems like he's... Leaning towards Mellow's side, it seems like this is just a fucking lie. <laughs> the Pat whole episode has been Pat a sham. Yeah, yeah. Th- this isn't a confession to us. This is a confession to the fucking audience. Yeah, how do you feel great. about that audience? Do you You've feel betrayed? Them off mm. because this is the kind of level of conspiratorial yeah. nonsense I'm going to bring to the writing as well. There's your reveal, brush. You just got your reveal. Exactly. Straight Big reveals. Big wow. reveals is fun. Well, that's great. Um, no, look. Okay, here's, let's look at the positives of this. We can still have the conflict with with Lair and luke yes about, you know like absolutely the, you never should have told you never should have told yeah him. yeah, yeah. i like that as well in there lock it in exactly mm. yeah. um and i stand by a lot of like i i love that this has helped us kind of like plot out these characters and their relationship to vader and like the the he's like a physical embodiment of darkness in a way to yeah. a lot of people and that would shadow over Leia, shadows over ben yeah. for sure yeah. and i think it actually adds an interesting dynamic to ben's character for the mm. first film that would add to his drive to really want to go out and save Han yeah. and really go out and do something and prove that he is worthy of being a Jedi Knight and he's not like Vader, yep. that, and he, that he needs to confront that darkness still. Yeah, I think the idea that the hypocrisy of the Jedi Order has already failed Anakin and seeing that then be the death of Han yeah. um, is, could be like a very compelling motivator to then... Really put him over the edge. Put him mm. over the edge. That's really interesting yeah. too. I like that. Yeah. What if I told you that I'd change my mind? That'd, <laughs> that'd be, be really, that'd be really, really funny. funny. That'd happened. be really funny. <laughs> um, but I would be really funny. But also, you'd never do that. Nah. <laughs> I also think it's, it is just like the morally correct decision and the one that Luke would make. I'm going to tell Ben because it's the right thing to do. And it would make it easier for him to tell him about Anakin in the, in the start and like to raise him up with the knowledge of like, hey, Anakin, your granddad, he was not the best guy. Mm. And then you tell him that as a kid. Kids are smart. They go along with no, stuff. No, it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, and... It would only be as he gets to his teen years that it really starts to become a problem for him because he's thinking about his Jedi trials and he's thinking about the fact that he has to overcome the darkness. And he's yeah. like, oh, wait, like this is, you know, it's, it's hanging over me now. Like yeah. there's a shadow. And he'd be like, Luke, how don't you feel this way? And Luke would tell him because I confronted him. I redeemed him. The problem's behind us. It's just the past. The past can't touch you, you know, but that's not true for everyone. No. And I think it's interesting. I think it's cool. And I think it gives a lot more time to Ray in the second film yeah. to really explore. Like if we Which already know... Which I think is needed. If, if we already know that Ben is the grandson of Vader, we explore that and then we dive deeper into it in the second film. Then we can add the extra layer of Rey is Palpatine's force clone that he yeah. made. And how does that connect the two of them even more than already? But yeah. Works wow. well. Wow. Okay. Sorted. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, end the episode early. Then, end the episode early. Nah. Let us know what you think <laughs> about all of this nonsense. There's been a lot of back and forth, a lot of, uh, a lot yeah. of interesting thoughts, a lot of talking about Things that we've already decided on that might be really far afield for a lot of Star Wars fans. They're mm. like, no, that's not true at all of Luke or Leia. Like, none of that mm. actually makes sense. Because we've presented ideas that we're all on the same page about. Yeah. And I think that's true for a lot of this show. We've changed our minds about these characters because they're so radically different from the sequels in how we're presenting them on this show. Yeah. It's interesting to hear maybe that people would be like, you guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> I, would, I would love to. <laughs> or like that, some, maybe some perspectives we hadn't thought of yet, you know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, no, I would... I would, in a, in a nice civil manner, I'd be interested to hear arguments for people who fundamentally disagree with the stuff that we've done with these characters. Yeah. You know, the same way that people disagree with the existing stuff. Yeah. Um, just to hear the why. 
because yeah. it's mm. like, what's better? I feel like we've workshopped a lot of this. I mean, yeah. just, this is month six or seven now. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Actually, yeah, talking about months. Um, so this is our one episode for the month of January that we're making. Mm. We're going to be mm. doing one episode a month for the next six months. And that's because just a lot of shit going on over here. There is. I've, I mentioned at the top of the show. So if you're still hanging around, you're probably just here to enjoy it. Um, yeah, so we've got our lease coming up for renewal is the big one of like yeah. the question mark of and if we, we can, don't know. we don't know if we can stay here or not. And that's going to throw a huge wrench in the works for the yeah. way we make the show and the, and the stuff. And we mentioned also you're on a new set. And yeah. I'll be there till maybe end of January. Yeah. So maybe. that's, that's like the, yeah. this month kind of stuff. Um, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Congrats. Yeah. That's really cool. Oh yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll maybe. see. We'll see. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's, it's a little bit. Uh, how's it going? Yeah. And there's a couple of other things that are just happening and I was, and I really want to focus on promoting the show. Yeah. So it's, yeah. uh, we can take a bit of time to think outside of the Spotify box, yes. I guess, and, and work on other stuff. Yeah. But if you're thinking, oh man, we're going to get as much content anymore. Uh, first of all, you've probably not listened to all the episodes. <laughs> uh, let's be real. <laughs> you've got plenty of time to go to the backlog now. Yeah. Um, and also if you have been listening along this entire time, thank you so much. Um, and we're sorry for making less stuff. Yeah, we are. But also, um, you know, those episodes came out six months ago. Just go re-listen to them. Um, <laughs> the worst promotion. <laughs> of course, there'll be other some. There'll be some other stuff coming out. Yeah. as well, like the Patreon. Yeah, we we'll catching Patreon. up on some stuff that's well overdue. I'm gonna actually make the Patreon page. I'm gonna make a Discord if you want to jump in onto the Patreon so you can access the Discord. That'll be cool. Um, and go and make some more TikToks and reels and stuff so we can promote it on social media. Uh, and a couple other ideas that I've got in mind that don't bear in, they have no bearing on mm. online stuff. So, so many yeah. TikToks, so many charming moments. So many charming moments of, of debate. Talking about us killing children. Yeah. You know? It's been the fundamental thing of this episode. We haven't really talked about Vader though. Vader? We've talked about like the influence of Vader. What else do you want to talk about? Vader's coolest moments. Let's talk about the fact that <laughs> Anik, uh, that top 10 Vader moments. That's the clip. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I, 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 actually, oh, I want to jump to that in a second. That's cool. Okay, okay. Uh, like best Vader scenes. Um, no, just a quick thing about Vader. So Palpatine deliberately kept him less powerful. If if Anakin hadn't lost to Obi Wan, he would have stayed a human, and he would have eventually become powerful enough that, as a human, I think he might have beaten Palpatine because he would have had Force Lightning. Mm. Vader can't use Force Lightning because he'll kill himself. Hmm. He's in a suit, so he kept him in this state of flux. Like you look at Vader's suit and how restrictive it is, and yeah. it's like. There was technology to make something better than this. I'm sorry, oh, Grievous is better than this. There's the other canon thing, yeah, where it's like the suit was made to inflict pain. Oh, right. Because it's just leather. Yeah. Leather it rubbing on his yeah. burnt skin. Yeah. Burnt, scarred skin. Yeah. Um, it's not comfortable. It's not meant to be comfortable. Yeah. I think the thing that's interesting is like that's the first design. Palpatine made it for him. Yeah. But Vader never changes it. No. He continues yeah, is, to self-inflict that. Is he not, you know? No, because he wants to put choice. himself in pain. His, his, his wife and child is dead. Yeah. He wants to live in pain. Exactly. Yeah. He deserves it. Um, so edgy. I love yes. It. Other things about Vader. Um, that's funny because he is this edgy, villainous character. He loves a good bubble bath. Mm. He loves jumping in the back to tank at the end of a hard day. He cracks <laughs> open a cold one, jumps in the back to tank. Jumps in the back. Does he jump? Yes. yes. I like, no, I like to think that he... It's a conveyor belt. No, he, he no, no, no. no, he jumps. Like, like, like the force, he force jumps, whee, you know, into the plop, into the bubble bath. Favorite Vader moments. Easy one. I'm going to steal this the whole way fight. That shit rules. Rogue one. So good. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's def that definitely rules. Um, can, I, can I cheat and say, like, Obi-Wan versus Anakin? Obi-Wan versus Vader? No, you don't. Revenge he is Vader by that point. He's, no, that's great. he's been renamed. Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. great. Um, that one, love it. Uh, the Return of the Jedi lightsaber fight with Luke. Mm, mm. Um, love that fight. That's my favorite lightsaber Good fight. fight. Oh, I mean, also, yeah, 
Empire, yep. Empire fight where he's, he's just toying with Luke. Yep. There's this moment in Empire, and it's still like it half gets me even when I like I know what's coming. Is it the grunt? No, it's the jump scare. There's a Vader True. jump yeah, scare. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like he es- Luke escapes halfway through the fight, yep. and then is running down. And he hears some noise out of a corridor, yeah. and then he turns around, and goes down another corridor, and like. Out of like seemingly this impossible corner, Vader jumps yeah. out and starts swinging. Yes, left of camera, continues. he's just like, and the lightsaber just goes at him. And it's insane. It's wild. Yeah. Also, it's have you seen the behind the scenes for how they did Luke flying out of the window? Which remember? Yes. Um, so oh, it, when like the window goes and the air rushes out. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Onto the the big catwalk, the famous catwalk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is it reversed again? No, it's no. done in thing. They got an acrobat dressed him up as Luke Skywalker, had the wind machines going, and he does like a like a triple um, cartwheel somersault thing, and that's the end The end move oh, of the wow. jump is him jumping out of the window. That's really cool. Huh. Sick. So Love he's, that. like, gaining the speed to yep. get the to make force the jump. Yep. to make the jump. Yes. Favorite goofy Vader moments, <laughs> right? A New Hope. He's flying. He's got, he's got Luke dead in his sights. Han comes in, kills the two TIE fighters next to him, and he's just like, What? <laughs> What? <laughs> That's great. We love the added nose. Love the nose. Mm. In um, um, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith and Return of the Jedi. They added that one in. Oh, yeah. You know, it was just no originally, but he goes, <laughs> no. Um, the entirety of Obi-Wan. The, the, sorry, Kenobi, the show. Uh, Vader in that. This is just add, yeah. stupid, silly, goofy. Oh, it's Vader. silly, goofy. Yeah, silly, gotcha, goofy, gotcha. dumb. Yeah. Hate it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, I love the line, be careful not to choke on your aspirations. That's not even goofy. That's just... No, that's, that's goofy. That's a great line. That's pretty no, silly, That's mate. a great he does line. There's some sass in that shit. That's yeah. good. Um, silly, goofy things. The fact that his name is Vader, and obviously in German means father. Nice work, um, Lucas. Truly on. a poet. He is. Um, yeah. I've got a fun one. Mm. Hardest fucking line from Vader. Just something like, I'm not surrounded. All I see is oh, fear and dead men when he's surrounded by that one in the comic? Read yeah. that yeah, one. That was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Seen that. That shit's awesome. Um, I'm altering the deal. Pray I do not alter it any further. What do you got? You guys have said all the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> there are more good ones. There are he's more the good best ones, villain. Sure. Just walks in. How about this one? Walks into the tent of four, stands, stares, hands on hips, looks around, walks out. That's it. And that's all it is. I like <laughs> the gentle, it's like gentle giant moment with him and Luke on Endor. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, when he yeah. Had, when Luke's turned around, he ignites his lightsaber, and for a brief moment, it's like he's gonna, gonna kill. Yeah. He's gonna kill yeah. his own lightsaber. Um, and it's it's very it's very like somber. It's very a different pacing from what you'd come to expect from those movies. Yep. Um, just like getting to sit in a moment with these two characters that you'd think like up until this moment you've seen nothing but chaos and fighting. Very indicative of Luke's arc. And like a, I think a very compelling moment that I think gets overlooked. Yes, I feel bad. I feel yeah. like I should have waited for the reveal of talking about the debate because we just settled the debate, and it's like, well, no, that's fine. We're just in fun and games with fuck structure. Um, other fun bits. I love the fact that when he's he's uh like got Captain Antilles by the throat again in A New Hope. Oh, you fucked your mic there, Mel. <laughs> when he today. decides to just pick him up. Yeah, he's just like yeah, he's like. B- before they invented the force choke, it's just real no, choke. But force you know? choking's in that movie. Not not yet. Oh, not, not yet. yet. You know, in that scene, he's just actually choking him. Yeah. He's like, how's his interrogation going to go? I could just sit and interrogate him because I'm Darth Vader, or I could make him try and talk whilst I have him by the throat, in which he'll struggle to talk the whole time. That's pretty sinister. I'll do that. <laughs> but not even choke him. <laughs> he's lifting him up. Yeah. He's holding his whole weight, his this whole body weight. Is, and he's, and he's just not buying a single fucking thing. If this is a consular shit, <laughs> where's the ambassador? 
What happens to Vader's Say it like a Seinfeld line. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, fuck, how does Seinfeld talk again? If this is... <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Airplanes? What's, what's the deal with that? If this is a consular ship, where's the ambassador? <laughs> that wasn't bad. Yeah, that wasn't that bad. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, what other voices can I do? <laughs> no. no. Where's Vader's lightsaber? Where's Vader's lightsaber? Where? Where is? What do you mean? What about it? What it's happened cool. to it? It's cool. No, what? like when he dies. What Fel- he cuts it? his hand off, falls yeah, down falls the, the same shaft that Palpatine mm. goes, which obviously we know leads to a portal that leads to Exegol. So he's probably got it in a <laughs> fucking test tube on that. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean planet? portal that leads to Exegol? There's a joke, Sandra. Oh, okay, okay, that's not real. Doing a silly. Right. That's making fun of this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dumb movie. Um, it's a dumb movie. It's a dumb movie. Uh, I, dumb I love that Kylo Ren's got his fucking helmet <laughs> in Force Awakens. He went back to Endor, that's... dug up the ashes. Yeah, I think that's hardcore. Yeah. I think it's really cool. It's like when you think it's one of those things you think about it and you're like, oh, that's silly. But it's it's really cool having like this piece of like Sith memorabilia. It's yeah. like something like Sidious would do. Yeah. Mm. Also, I just remember that bit in the trailer. I'm just like, does, doesn't matter how much of a fucking cop out how much of a nostalgia bait this is. It looks cool. looks really cool. Great. Yeah. I'd never thought about it before you mentioned that he had to go to Endor or whatever that planet is, Kefbeer, the yeah. water one. Yeah, I guess. Either, Maybe either one of those it. sucks. Nah, nah Luke no, couldn't he, keep He it. literally burnt it there and then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't like that. <laughs> oh, did he have... Yeah, so he took Vader's body and put it on the funeral pyre. Yeah. He Wait, didn't take the him out of the... fell off the Death Star. So you're right. Kind of ran, or he went to the Death Star destruction. No, 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 no. It's, uh, it's in the fire. Is it? is it in the fire? Is it in the fire? Why oh. would he put it on? Why would he, he take his helmet off? Why wouldn't you keep it on? Oh, maybe he just chucks it in the fire with it. I guess. Looks like. Yeah, have this. <laughs> look, you and I made our peace, but I don't want, I, I don't think anyone else wants to see this. And he puts the <laughs> helmet back on. True. <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> show you the layer and then I re that about. scene and see if the if we can spot the helmet in there. <laughs> yeah, that's the real question. <laughs> so weird. It's, it's canon. There. I feel that, like it's in there. Uh, I think it was pretty easy for Kylo Ren to go find that because that spot was perpetually haunted from the Ewoks. They wouldn't. They wouldn't go to that spot. Why would they, they do a funeral there I, if it's haunted? That seems dis- disrespectful. No, no, no. no it, it became like, haunted because that's where Vader was. Body was. Why would they know that? They don't know who Vader is. No, it's just it's, it's a haunted scary. place. They're they're very suspicious. <laughs> they're very superstitious. They're superstitious they're people. Suspicious. They think see through Pierce. They got. That makes no sense. I had to me. this like image in my head no, just then too. of like Kylo needing to cut down like a bunch of Ewoks yeah, me to too. Like, yeah, find yeah. a spot. <laughs> like younglings, because they they freak out and they try attacking him like they would. So, so he's just like force reflecting spears and just yeah. like slaying Ewoks. I think Kylo Ren is such a deeply unserious character that that makes sense. Now that's yeah. like a that's I think a valid criticism of Kylo Ren is <laughs> that that's the possible image that exists. High waisted pants, Kylo Ren. I can believe it Ren. because we see him doing the same thing on Mustafar at the start of. No, yeah. whatever. That's not Mustafar. That's Mustafar. He does like just kill a bunch. That's of people. not Mustafar. That's Mustafar. At the start of when episode nine. Yeah. No, it's not. Yep. No. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's Mustafa, trees on it. Yeah. Mustafa regrew the trees. It's a whole comic thing. It's really dumb. That is Mustafa. The trees mm. regrew. I just found a new level of hatred for episode yeah, nine. That's dude. so dumb. Uh-huh. You can tell because the sky's all it's, red. It's meant to, it's, there's a whole extended scene there because we never actually got the deleted scenes of Rise of Skywalker. Mm. They, we, they never released them. So we've yeah. never seen a single one, which was interesting. Uh, there was a whole scene in, in Colin Trevorrow's one. It was meant to be Mustafa, Vader's castle. Yeah. He talks to this fucking dark side crab thing. Yeah. Sith right. crab? No, Wait. Sith crab Sith existed crab? before you said it. I didn't know that. It's no, different. You didn't. Oh, it's shit. different. It's a different one. No, it, no, it's actually exactly what you're pitching, this spider thing. It was Boar Gullet. I don't know. There's a Sith crab? There's a Sith crab. Well, I need to go find that. You should go check it out. I do think we should start. 
I'd love to see Kylo in Mustafa at the start of the new movie. Huh? Oh, what? In episode eight? In, in episode eight. I mean, episode eight's going to take us to Coruscant. It's true. Mm. But what's happening with Kylo? Mm. And also, how much are we I don't think it's Kylo, Kylo yet. I don't think we ever... Oh, sorry. Ben. Sorry. No, I don't know no, what no, that, Kylo. No, that's fair. Oh, that's something that we've never thought about. At this stage, I think we entirely scrap the name and character oh, Kylo absolutely. Ren. Yeah, I think so. It yeah. just says Ben the entire time. Yeah. Or yeah. Bale. Because we, we ran that train of thought earlier, and I kind of like it. We'll come back to that later. Yeah, we'll come back to that later. Bail. Bail. Bail solo. That's funny. He'll bail out. Bail out. On his own. On his own. <laughs> yeah. Like he does at the end of episode seven. That's oh, foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. It's just like Vader. Like, it rhymes. <sighs> this has been Fixing the Sequel Trilogy, and we're here every month talking about Star Wars and writing. If you want to see more, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And while you're there, make sure to give us a five stars, follow, like, and subscribe, etc. We'll be back next month with a new episode, and if that seems like a long time, stay tuned on our social media platforms. We'll be posting updates about exciting projects and new ways you can interact with the show in the coming months. But until then, may the force be with you.